This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. I can't wait until we start talking about the Christmas annual. Well, I actually wanted to ask you <laughs> why I even bothered reading the holiday special. See, okay. Let me pull it open real fast because Uh-oh. I cheated a little bit. Okay. And by that, I mean all the nonsense with Harley Quinn. You know, mm-hmm. where she was on stage and whatever. Yeah, whatever she was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally skipped that until oh. it was the actual stories. Yeah, I did that too. I, I read the first page and uh-huh. I started reading the second page where it's whatever, I guess like the, the first like splash page thing where mm-hmm. or whatever. Not the splash page, the title page. Yeah, right. And I, then I read that, and then I start reading the third page, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I don't like this Harley Quinn style, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to skip it. So I, I think I did the same thing you did. I skipped <laughs> I skipped to all of the stories. Yeah. Um, but I, Now, there's some that I did like. I, I mean, I don't know if I liked them all. I guess, but since I read a lot of realistic, dark, and grim type stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and for us, the Christmas, the last, like, three years haven't been joyful times because there's always been a family member that's passed a couple of weeks before. Okay. So, and, like, this year, hopefully, knock on wood, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet, you know? But, like, so it's more, like, into, I guess, the good feel stories, I guess. Right. And and some of them are, are pretty cool concepts, I think. Because I, some of, well, some of them have no, no connection with DC Rebirth. You know what I mean? Right. And then some do. And so it was, like, that little extra nudge or that little... The little thing. Like the first story by Tim Seeley and... That's the Superman-Batman one? Yeah. Okay. And, and the Ian Churchill. Right. That one was kind of cool. I liked it. I mean, because it's... It, you know what it reminded me of? Honestly, it reminded me of Jingle All the Way. Oh, my goodness. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just concept-wise. Okay. Right? Because, you know, they're Superman and Batman are battling this something. Right. The color spectrum monster, it looked like. Because he's red, yellow, green, yep. white. And then there's that hot toy that everybody wants. And, they, and then, you know, he only has like 16 hours before, or, or 16 minutes, rather, before, before the stores close. Yeah. So Superman rushes off, and then like Damien ends up with a toy. Yeah. See, I thought that I thought was kind of funny. How he keeps trying to get it, and you know he can't find it anywhere. Everything's sold out, of course. And Damien's Mm -hmm. got it, and I just think it's funny. My my favorite part was at the end, where he's like, "Did did you know about this?" And and Bruce Wayne's like, "I am the world's greatest detective," but I had absolutely (laughs) no idea. 
<laughs> See? And like and Clark and Jonathan have the same ugly sweater on. And uh Lois too. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. three of them had him. Yeah. So it's kind of cool like to actually like see Damien be a kid, I guess. Right. You know what I mean? So it puts that little tight little bow on that to where you know Clark was actually disappointed because he didn't get the last toy cuz Damien beat him to it and he was disappointed and then lo and behold actually Damien Damien does something nice, you know, yeah. which is a uncharacteristic but and then you have more Harley Quinn Rudolph stuff that I skipped yeah, <laughs> yeah the next uh, I think next the was next the, one, the crypto story yeah the crypto story which was uh, Eric Esquivel yeah I and there, there were a lot of people on this book that I am unfamiliar with yeah. with their work at, well, at, at least, least it, at least by name. Yeah, at least Dan Jurgens did the layouts and and whatever. Right. Which is But I mean it's it seemed like this issue was kind of a you know, hey, let's give some people a tryout and see what they can do with our characters. Right. Yeah. Do you know what my favorite one was though? Uh out of all these stories. Gee, I don't know. Because cause we have the Detective Chimp and then the Batman one, right? And then we oh, have right. Constantine and then Wonder Woman one. And then who else? And then we have the Flash one and yada, 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 right? Yep. Which I thought they were all, like, hit home pretty good. Like, I like the Flash one because it, it was about the foster kid who didn't think Santa was going to get there. And then, you know, the rogues, like, and Flash called a truce for the holidays or whatever, right? right. So yeah, I think James that was kinda cool. James Tinian wrote that, right? Yeah, yeah, sure did. My favorite one though was the Detective Chimp and the Batman one. Okay, because I've always liked the Detective Chimp, and I haven't seen him. Which you guys might have seen him. Who's read nah, DC he... since then? But like, I haven't seen him since Fifty Two, I think. The the only the thing I remember seeing him in is he showed up in one of the years of uh, the Injustice comic. Okay. Uh, but like when he showed up in there, I was like, "Oh, great, Detective Chimp! Like this is awesome." And then you know he was there for a while, and that was it. And then this is the next time I, I've seen him. Right. Well, I remember him from Fifty Two. Right. The event because. Uh, he was trying to figure out like the helmet of fate and and that type of thing. Okay. And it was just the story was dumb. I mean, not dumb, but like it had that you know the dog, the missing dog that was actually Rudolph, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever. But it was Detective Chip. That was the whole reason I liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I know, I know you didn't enjoy the whole special, but yeah, I mean, and it was what nine ninety nine. Yeah, right? ten freaking dollars for this. I mean, I get it; it's a lot of pages. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, come on! If you're gonna give me that, give me something good. Like um, a, lot of, a lot of pages that you skipped. I skipped <laughs> a lot. I, I mean, I skipped. <laughs> the, I skipped the the 
interwoven story with Harley Quinn. I skipped mm-hmm. the new Superman story. I skipped the Batwoman story because the art on that, like I started reading it and I was like, man, I just, I can't even read this. So I just skipped it. Um, I, for me, I think the art on the Constantine, uh, Wonder Woman story was the best. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I also, I, I liked the, the art style on the Green Lanterns one, even though I didn't like the story that much. Uh-huh. I, I thought that it was kind of a, I don't know, it, it felt like kind of a, a cop-out how everything was just like, oh yeah, you solved it, oh yeah, you passed this, oh yeah, you did that, good, you're, you're all good, we'll see you. Like, I mean, I, I felt like this story could have been a couple pages longer and and right. added a little more depth to it. Um, well, see, like, the, the Flash one was still wrote by James Tinney and the, and, uh, the art was by Robbie Rodriguez, so, I mean, he still had the same... Fl- Flash writer, right? No, no, Flash is, uh... What's his name? Josh Williams? Well, what's Tinian do, then? Detective. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Williamson. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just... I, there, Like you said, there was some art that was good and some that was not so good. Right. Throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it, yeah, just overall, it was kind of a letdown. <laughs> I liked it, so you could be the Scrooge if you want. That's fine. I'll I will accept that. <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> but but since you know Daryl's hanging out with his famous writer friend this weekend and couldn't record with us, and Martin <laughs> has family holiday stuff to go to because we were gonna have a super epic battle between the both of them yeah i i think i think it might time itself better next week when there's the new issue of batman yeah so we shall see which will be fun fun for both of them yeah um was was this issue of new superman the uh the end of the arc the first arc Mm -hmm. yeah okay i mean i i skipped it i see the cover has starro yeah. Um, yeah. Wh- are you? I mean, you're still all in on this one, right? Yeah. Um, this one was pretty good, really. Um, it it is what it is. Like this this issue reminded me um, so much of Invincible. Okay. Still, you know, because. Only different, only not because good. Because his dad, him, well, <laughs> him and his, his dad are working. We're working together. You know, dad being evil, which is how it started out, right? But uh, I mean, it's just a fun. It's like one of those fun reads where it's not too complex, and you don't have to overthink it. And you know, once you read it, you're done. And you're like, okay, that was okay, or that was good and then you put it down and move on instead of like some of the other ones that we read and we think about it after we put it down yeah I I mean I might I I might grab the first trade of this when it comes out and give it a Mm -hmm. shot as a story you know like uh, read the whole arc together because maybe it'll play out better but I mean I I don't know I I just don't care (laughs) that's so 
for me, yeah. uh, knocking a couple books off my to-read list is is a help. <laughs> is a plus. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing with, um, uh, what was the one? Superwoman. Superwoman. See, this issue of Superwoman, I'm going to have to consult with Mike Myers and Daryl on. Okay. Because I don't have that rich history of DC stuff like they do. Okay. And I like the concept still. I really do. Because this is more like... I get the feeling that this is more like... You know how Marvel has your iconic heroes and then they have the street-level heroes? Mm-hmm. That aren't as iconic, I guess. Right. Um, not that Superwoman's a street-level hero, but that's how this book makes me feel. Like, there's more superheroes besides the big names interesting and i like the and i like the concept that she's still struggling with her sanity whether we all know that like lois isn't there but she's still talking to her okay you know the dead one and um but when she's when she is talking to her like john henry irons is there and um he thinks that she's he she's answering him when she's actually talking to the other Lois. Okay. And so, and, and it has Natasha in it, which is uh, John's niece, and then her girlfriend, which is uh, another superhero. Right. But they're not like the mainstream superhero. So, I, I, and I like the aspect of what is, what's going on with it. And the art still isn't bad for me. Okay. So, and I, the whole plot concept of the whole thing is like, you know, her trying to keep it together, and then she knows that it's inevitable that she's gonna fade away, like Lois did. Okay. Or like their new Superman, or their Superman did. The new 52 Superman did. Right. So, that that whole interwoven storyline, plus the Lena Luther super power yeah, I saw she was like Ultra Woman or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, and she, again, <laughs> it's another one. Maybe, maybe I'll give the trade a shot. but Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, I enjoyed this issue. There's a couple things, like I said, that I have questions with that I'm going to have to consult them about. But okay, I didn't want to do it before we recorded and then be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like I knew the whole time, you know? Right. Huh. The um, the other one, I I think I finally, I've decided I'm going to be dropping Supergirl. Yeah, I don't think I'll drop it, but yeah, I wasn't too hot on this issue really. I, I kind of gave up partway through this one. A lot of, I I mean I haven't been too big on the story, but I enjoyed the mm-hmm. art style. And the thing that kills uh-huh. me is I really like Steve Orlando. Mm-hmm. That I I like his writing style. But I just I just don't care for this story, you know. It's it's I, I think I said it the last time there was an issue. I stopped um, I, I stopped watching the TV show because you know the because reasons this, why I right? don't like you know the reasons I don't like the comic. Yeah, right. You know, that it, it yeah. was it was when you know the end of the New Fifty Two Green Arrow book turned into Arrow on TV. 
when the people from the TV mm-hmm. show took it over. It's like, you right. know, I, I enjoy the TV show, but I was enjoying the comic book, and I don't want the exact same thing. Yep, exactly. So, but also, like this Supergirl issue, a lot of the art was really unfinished. It's scratchy. Yeah, it's scratchy. And I mean, I get, you know, how sometimes in the backgrounds, um, you know, they'll like not put full faces on people. Right. You know, or, or something like that. <clears throat> but I mean, on like the second or third page of the comic where Cyborg Superman is landing, he has no yeah. face. Half right, of his yeah. body is totally unfinished. I mean, it looks like... See, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> at that, at, Well, at that time, all of the cyborgs were landing, right? Yeah, but, I mean, so, not only that... Well, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so I didn't know if that was actually Cyborg Superman or another cyborg that had a cape on. Right. You know what I mean? I couldn't differentiate the two... Yeah, and I mean, you'd think at least the main one they would draw your focus to, but right. instead my focus is drawn to the guy with the mustache who's running in the foreground. <laughs> yeah. You right. know? But then you go to the panel below where he's landing, and none of the police officers have faces. Their guns just look like a square. You know, the crowd... I mean, it's very, very... You know, I I mean, I don't know if it was, hey, uh, we need these pages by now and the guy's just like oh okay and just quick <laughs> scribbled two panels together and sent them in <laughs> right but i mean i don't know i mean, I, I mean i i mean this isn't even like a double shipping book so it's not like they're rushing two weeks right right but yeah i agree like at, at first this book seems like the TV show. Right. Which was bad for me, because I don't like the TV show. Which, I guess I shouldn't say that, because I've only gave it, like, 15 minutes of the first episode of the first season, so I really didn't give it a fair shake. But, it was hitting on all those things, but then, like, you know, issue two and three came out, and I was like, oh, okay, I can see where the... I can kind of get on board with this, and then now, here lately, it's just been back to feeling like the TV show again. Right. So. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess let's go to something good. Okay. Want to talk about Wonder Woman? Sure. This book, I mean, for a book that I hated the first six or seven issues of, um... You know, I mean, the year one stuff was good, but like the this the the current storyline of Wonder Woman, I think, is fantastic. Yep. I like, um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, the, this one takes place, I guess, right after the last one where she, uh, you know, stopped those gu- the guys in the mall. Right. Yeah. But it, I love how Wonder Woman is being written in this situation. Because, I mean, in a way she seems very childlike because everything is new. You know, like, I mean, all the experiences, she's still trying to grasp the language and, and, you know, things that are going on, she still isn't sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, 
I mean, I just, I really enjoy what they're doing with the character. Right. And, you know, I mean, the story itself is terrific. I yes. I liked, yeah. you know, they have, you know, the people are captured and none of them are saying anything. Right. And of course, you know, she's got the lasso of truth. So she's just like, oh, I'll talk to them. And, you know, now you find out what, what actually is going on. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing, you know, with... Uh, with Barbara, you know, talking to her, mm-hmm. you know, about, you know, the symbols and, you know, where she saw it and the guy at the dig, you know, that we saw what happened in that last, you know, in her story issue. Right. You know, I like when her and Steve are training mm-hmm. and she's got this, sm- like, you know, just like a goofy smile on her face as he's shooting her and she's blocking the bullets and like throwing tanks. Yeah. And... You know, then she comes back and she's thirsty, so she grabs the soda and, you know, she gags and spits it out and, you know, because it's super sugary and whatever else. Right. I mean, that's like, you know, it's exactly like my kids who would, like, take a sip of soda and be yeah. like, oh, my goodness, it's burning my mouth. Like, I'm, I'm not going to drink that. It's I don't get carbonation. Right, right. You know, because it's obviously something she <laughs> had never come across. Right. The only yeah. thing... Go ahead. Yeah. ...that... I don't understand about this issue is um, haven't they in Rebirth talked about her history like she's made mention of the fact that she was the god of war and you know other things that happened in the new 52 run right like am I am I just completely remembering that wrong no I mean yes they have, but I thought like the last issue of Wonder Woman made her think that everything was a lie or whatever. The last, the last Wonder Woman issue uh, of New Fifty Two or of this, of this, because like where she realized that she hasn't been home ever oh. since she left, even though she thought she had and. You remember that? Yeah, no, no, no. I do. I do remember that. I'm trying to think. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe it did. Because I, I wasn't reading it that way. Okay. Because like at the end of this, when Ares shows up, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I've been waiting to meet you," but yeah, like she. If you read the previous story stuff, like they obviously before. know each other, right? <laughs> you know. Um, and and although I I was totally spacing on the last issue, I just remembered the parts where she's like, "Oh yeah, I did this, I was this, I did that, you know, this happened and this happened," and you know. So when well, when that, he showed that, up at the end, I was like, "Why is he saying he wants to meet her? Like, don't they know each other?" Well, see, and that's because that's the way I took it. Because like she had that like emotional breakdown last issue, where you know I think she was even like crying right there with Steve right, right there. Where she was like, and I'm never all the stuff that I thought I knew I don't know because I just realized that I've right. never been home. I haven't been back home since I left or whatever. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and this is—is is this still? I mean, this is still two different stories, right? Yeah, it looks like they kind of—they're kind of holding off on. On the year one stuff for another week. Okay. That it's been like two or three issues of this. 
I guess. Well, this is year one, part five. Is it? Yeah. Then last by Greg, by Greg Greca and Nicholas Scott. Was then last week was also year one stuff, right? Or was last? No, last week the last issue last was week. the one where she went back to Themyscira. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm getting totally jumbled up. Okay. Yeah. So see this, I mean this could set up the whole thing that she doesn't remember anyway. Yeah, that's true. That could be it. Because it's it's year one stuff. So, I mean, I didn't because we're getting this is like flashback story. Yeah, it, I mean it's when she first shows up. Right. So, hmm. so this could be her and Aries's first meeting. Right. But yeah, the art's great in it. There wasn't anything that I saw that was like out of place or like squinting to make sure I knew what was what. Yeah. You know? hmm. And then, like the tree, the tree definitely has something to do with the whole thing. Right. Isn't that, that's like where she got bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe this whole thing is like a fever dream. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hope not, but. Right. Hope they don't pull a Seinfeld on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm same with you. Like the first couple of issues, <coughs> I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. But then, like for me, I started liking it a couple of issues before the Barbara eccentric issue. Okay. And that, and then that's like when you started liking it, right? Yeah. I mean, like the the year one storyline I thought was more interesting, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't totally gripping me. Right. Um. I mean, there's been, I mean, I mean, so many different tellings of her origin, right? You know, yeah. um, but I, I was definitely more interested in that than I was the present stuff with that the cult, mm-hmm. which I guess this is all leading up to. But yeah, yeah but that that Barbara epi- uh, issue was easily my favorite out of, you know out of all this stuff so far right and then pretty much every issue since then has been way 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 better (laughs) yeah see that's that's what i was saying (laughs) was like a couple issues before that issue is when i started really liking it started actually getting into into the story both stories right but that was when everything started clicking for you yeah basically yeah um one book I, I think this is the best it's been in a few issues, but I mean, Action Comics. I I liked this issue a lot more than I've been liking the the more recent issues. Okay. But I just don't know if I care. Okay. Yeah. Because this one I have kind of an issue with. Okay. <sighs> well. I'm with you too. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if I care enough about the story, so that's why I'm not enjoying it as much as I had. Right. But no, maybe maybe it comes over with. Is this where it shows um, the people that's captured, or is that Superwoman? What do you or, mean, the people? Or Hal Jordan? No. There's there's an issue. I think it's <laughs> okay. Well, this is okay. Some I read signs two, you read too many comic books. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know how the collector has like different things, right? Right. Well, um, Clark Kent's in one of them, right? Like the the or not the original Clark Kent. Did uh, I miss the that one that's pa- the one that's powered down or whatever? Uh, I didn't notice that in this. Okay, so that's that's what threw me off. Is like he shows he's been in action, right? And right. in Superman, but like in Superwoman, he's caught in like in a, like a little stasis field type thing. Maybe it's not Superwoman. Yeah, one of the problems of reading everything, right? Yeah, I, I that this does not sound familiar to me. So maybe it is Superwoman. Maybe, yeah. But I, me, I got no idea. Keep going, because I'll look it up. Oh, okay. Later. I mean, I, I liked... I did like that uh, in action we got to see the backstory of the, the people who are coming for Lex. You know, at mm-hmm. least that, you know, finally explains yeah. what's going on, other than, oh, uh, you know, we have these random characters who will just show up in Minority Report people. Who right. are yeah? You know who are just going to apparently commit genocide, right? Yeah, and it is. And um, Lena has them captured in like little stasis cubes. Like she even has like a horse and a car and a shark and everything. And she has um, what book is that? <sighs> Superwoman. Superwoman. Oh, okay. And it has um, John Henry <laughs> Irons' brother also. And then hmm. it has the ordinary Clark Kent and then it has the flaming skull guy I can't think of his name though Ghost Rider (laughs) well he looks like Ghost Rider (laughs) only the flames are green (laughs) but and I think he's a bad guy but anyways that was the part that like threw me out of sync I guess right because I was like well what the hell is he doing there if if I just seen him in action or yeah because he's up on whatever it's called now, not the Daily Planet, right? Yeah, Yeah, whatever the building is. Yeah. But you're right, though. (laughs) At least... At least we got it flushed out. Right. Of who these guys are. Now, did you get the feeling that the main guy, the Exo Man of War looking (laughs) guy... Right, the guy with the beard. Not the guy with the horns, the the human-looking guy. Yeah, right. Um, like, well, obviously he's guilt-ridden and wants to quit for obvious reasons. Well, he does quit. Well, yeah, but, like, they bring him back, though. Yeah. I mean, because that's the reason why they're there. Yep. And, it, and I... So, I don't know. I liked it because it made it more personable for him. Okay. But also, like, the other two, the woman and then the other person with the horns. Right. The other creature. They could have made him do it anyways. Yeah, I but... feeling. I mean, but... I think the way that they're setting it up, he's going to probably end up helping yeah helping yeah you know not oh, kill yeah, Lex. that's oh yeah but that's, for, that's foreshadowing just like i had another issue with another comic <laughs> that we're gonna talk about later okay um but i mean i think if 
if it was more they forced him to do it, I think that it would be way more obvious and he would probably play his hand much sooner. So oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I kinda like that you know, the he the you know, the guy just showed up and basically explained the situation. And he's like, No, like you don't get it. Darkseed is dead. Um this guy is worse. And I first of all, I don't understand how Lex is gonna be worse than Darkseed. But Oh but wasn't he though? I mean I guess. But I mean, come on. He's just kind of a dick. Like the other guy's a you know, has god powers. <laughs> well, but wasn't he? Didn't he take over? Yeah, at the end of uh, whatever, they, all the members of the Justice League were various. Convergence? Yeah. No. Is was that it, it Convergence? I don't know. No, it was oh, a dark, I, I, the Darkseid War. Dark Side oh, War. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I didn't read that, but it, I, knew it was, that, I knew that Lex took over for Darkseid and then... Yeah, Batman, Batman was Batman Mobius. Had, had, yeah, had the chair. Yeah, yeah it... Don't bother. Um, <laughs> all right. It, it had its moments, but overall, it was kind of kind of sloppy. I thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I it's just one of those things where I don't care about this Lex. I I was really I liked the first few issues of Action Comics where it was focusing on you know on. I guess more of his trying to come to grips with being on the earth as like the Superman book was him dealing with his family. Right. And it seemed like this one was him dealing with everything else, I guess, you know, yeah. and, and yeah, like yeah. the whole Clark, like, why is there still a Clark here? Yeah. yeah. But now that, you know, it kind of shifted gears more off onto, you know, Lex as Superman, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever else. I, I'm not as interested. Yeah. I, yeah. The whole Lex dynamic, the whole Lex being good dynamic <coughs> sucks for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it at first. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, after, after a little bit, it's just like, all right. You know, let let Lex be Lex. Yeah, right. That, and I guess I shouldn't say that it sucks for me, but because I, I enjoyed it. But it's like now it's like you said, it's run its course, and it's just blah 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 blah. Because it's not adding anything to his character, really, for me. Right. Because I mean, he's still a douche dick, right? Yeah. It's just Lex, but now he's doing good stuff. Yeah, what what ruined that whole storyline for me was when he basically became a member of the Justice League and got to know all of their secret identities and everything else. I was yeah. just like, you know, I mean, you know that's going to come back and bite them in the ass at some point. Right, right. And in some massive way, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just not... You know, I mean, action's still... It's still a good book, but... Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's not the worst book of the week, but it's not the best book of the week either. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird, because action's usually, like, right up towards the top. Yeah. But right. this one, it definitely, this is definite, like, middle of the packer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can agree with that. 
what would you what did you think of uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> you know, I was loving this story. Okay. Like two issues ago, right? Like, and then now we get to this, and it annoyed the piss out of me. Why is that? Just because I don't. The <laughs> new, the, you don't care about the, the new, new Oracle. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me that was kind of a letdown reveal. That I, I was hoping it was going to be something much cooler than just some random kid who, you know, is a stalker like obsessively. Yeah. Yeah. But I I do like the one thing I did like was when Batgirl basically came back as Oracle. Mm-hmm. And you know he's sitting with her, watching her do her thing, and not only is she leading the mission. You know, and giving the advice and looking the stuff up, you know, on the computers. Right. Um, how she's also researching the guy that's sitting next to her. I thought that was kind of amusing. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, it, it showed that this kid is not an Oracle level. No. Right. And that was the whole thing is like. Through the whole. Since the reveal, the rest of it was like knocking him down to like where he's not even in their league really right does that make sense or at least in Babs's league because like she's doing like three things at once and then he's like because of all the mob money's going to the charity and then you know whatever right and then she was like no these, he, he's good people and I was like well, yeah yeah well he's just a dumbass <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know. It was a letdown, so maybe that's why I was, like, negative on him from the get-go. Okay. But, like, his whole backstory and stuff didn't matter to me, really. It didn't hit me. Yeah, I mean, if he had some, like, famous Gotham name, you know, like a last name or something of some, Uh you know, another of, like, the the big Gotham, either crime families or, like, a business, you know, some something, right. and that he was connected in that way, I could... I, I could see me caring more about him as a character, but right. making him just some random weird guy, yeah, like you said, just kind of... it kind of... it definitely knocked my interest down. A couple things that I thought was weird. Um, in... And I went back and kind of flipped through the first issue of Birds of Prey again. They okay. they did not know Huntress at the beginning of this series. Right. And the guy, what's his name, Gus or whatever, he's talking about, you know, oh, he's so happy that the whole team is back together. <laughs> right. Like, they're, yeah. they're the OG team. And I was like, uh, no. You know, like, I, I guess... Oracle and Black Canary work together, so maybe that's what he's talking about. But yeah. he seems to know who Huntress is because he says her name, and she's like, "Say my name one more time." <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. See, and that's and like Black Canary and the Huntress banner is what I thoroughly enjoyed. Right. Like if you take his parts out of it, it's a great book. 
Okay. Well, the one thing I liked with him was how he figured out Batman's secret. For me, I thought... Well, exactly. But I thought that was great. He's like, I figured it out. Like, there's no way Batman has to be six people. (laughs) You know, and of course... Uh, Oh, oh, right. You know, of course, she's panicking. Like, oh my God, like, what do you know? And he's like, no, there's no way he could work with the Justice League and take care of Gotham and do, you know, like, and do this and do that. Like, he's got... And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I knew it. (laughs) That I thought was funny. Um... I thought the um, the big reveal at the end is cool for me. That made me want to more excited to get the next issue than the whole new Oracle thing. Okay, I'm trying to remember where where Huntress can't take the shot because it's her. Mom. Oh yeah, it's her mother. As yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so what's the green mask? Which. Well, you know, like when he's having a flashback of like telling a story about, well, Oracle did this and Oracle did that, or maybe Oracle was this, and they got the stupid Jim Carrey like green mask on. Oh, I, I think that's just in his head. Oh, you know, because nobody knew who Oracle was, so it's just a face that you can relate to, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he just had the mask on or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, just running through. Oh, either, you know, she took the money, or she was on the run, or you know, the CIA or whatever took her out, or something. I, you know, because he didn't know yeah. if it was male or female, didn't know anything. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I liked or didn't like when he brought up Black Canary's singing career. Mm-hmm. As you know, oh, I liked it. A lot of people didn't didn't think that you should be the singer in a band, but I liked it. It was a new a new direction or something, I guess, taking shots at people who didn't like right, yeah. the comic, which was, in my opinion, I did not like the comic. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was it was the opposite of entertaining. Um, but well, it was kind of like that through the whole... his whole spread, right? Yeah. Because like, he was like, you know, you're a bad girl, and then... Barbara Gordon got had back surgery, and then Oracle showed up on the scene, right. and then she had back surgery again, and then Batgirl shows up again, mm. and Oracle disappears. So that's kind of cool that at least at least <laughs> the, kill, the, the killing joke is in canon, right? Right? Yeah. Which I guess maybe it ha- always has been in Rebirth, and this is just me noticing it, but. <laughs> See, it's funny, like, I I just assume, like, everything, because in all of the different books, most of the things, you know, even if you don't think that they have, a lot of the stuff they'll still reference, and you're like, oh, well, I guess that did happen with this. Yeah, well, and there's obviously three Jokers out there, but we haven't seen either a single one of them yet. Right. Anywhere. So... Yeah, I don't know. I thought the, his aspect is the only part of the book that I didn't like. Other than that, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying their teamwork. I'm enjoying the banter between the three of them, and then especially towards him. You know? Yeah. Because it felt like it was actually in their character. Yeah, so. I I agree. I I also I enjoy the art style of the book. 
you know, it's yeah. it's similar to the Batgirl style, but it's a little it's a little less anime ish. Yeah, it's a little cleaner. <clears throat> yeah, I would say. Yeah. You know, uh, what book would you like to talk about next? Um, we got a bunch left. Really? Yeah. What about Hal Jordan? Sure. What did you think about it? Um, I liked it. I I did not like the art. Um, I I guess this is the first one that didn't have uh. You didn't like what the, the art. art? Yeah. Uh, because Raphael wasn't doing. It. Yeah, who did who did this one? Ed Bennis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, some of it, some of the pages look fantastic, and other pages I was just like, eh, you know, I don't know if it was not rushed, but it just, it doesn't look like, you know, as much care was put into it. Right, yeah. You know, like, there's there's the one page where it's got, you know, like, Kilowog, you know, standing mm-hmm. there, and, the, you know, it's, Brainiac is talking about all the species that they have, and giving a count. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, and there's like, you know, that panel looks fantastic with the four, you know, the four or five different people. And then, like, you go to the next page and, you know, like Guy and John Stewart, like, they just don't look right. <laughs> like, their their perspectives yeah. are off on their faces and, you know. Yeah. But I. It's hit or miss on different panels. Yeah. Instead of just being cons- consistently, consistently miss or consistently good. Yeah. Yeah. But I I did enjoy the the stuff with with Kyle. I thought that Hal inside you know the willpower where where the lanterns go once they you know when they fall. I thought him yeah. talking to all of the old lanterns and yeah. them asking you know oh what happened to my son? He's like oh you know he took over your ring. He's like oh my goodness let him know. You know, he has no idea how proud I am. So, Marie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you've got, you know, the other one is like, oh, you know, what happened? He's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, this happened or that happened or whatever. Like, I, I enjoyed that. John's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're missing. We don't know where they are. I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, but it, it was great seeing, <laughs> you know, I mean... Leave it to Rob Venditti to bring every single dead Green Lantern back, you know, in in an organic way, in a right. story, and make you know so that he can use characters again. Right. And then, okay, so in the Green Lanterns book, right, mm-hmm. Frank is trying to control the Phantom Ring, right? Yes. So, how can control the Phantom Ring anyway? Because Ganthet tells him that he's the only one who's mastered all spectrums. No, no, no. no. He's saying that to to Kyle because the White Lantern. Yeah, right. Oh, did I say how? Yeah. Oh well, Ganthet was saying that to Kyle, right? Right, right, right. I I assume that I've always sort of assumed that the Phantom Ring was very much like the White Ring. Okay. Except with the with the White Lantern Ring. Kyle can use the the different colors of the spectrum, but he mm-hmm. doesn't become those colors of the spectrum. He can just use them? Yeah, like he can use the powers of it, whereas, okay. you know, it looks like, 
with the you know with, with the phantom ring you become whichever spectrum it is yeah i mean you become rage or fear or you know avarice or or whatever right and i kind of i like how even like talks how through it right which you know like how's always that cocky pompous ass type person anyways mm-hmm. and then for him not to be for him to doubt himself I guess was kind of weird you know like why did you choose me was it just because I was there or you know whatever right and then I, I thought that whole one on one conversation with Avin was cool oh yeah I that that was part of probably my favorite part of the whole book where you know, he's like, I mean, we only, I only said, you know, like four words to you before I died or you, you know, right, whatever. Right. And, you know, he's like, you have to ask yourself how, how you've overcome, you know, all these things and how you've done this so fast and, you know, everything else. Like, I thought that was great because, I mean, yeah, he has his ring, but he, you knew that he was Sinestro's mentor. Right. You know, and Sinestro was the one who kind of took, Hal under his wing. Right. But, you know, he's never spoken, you know, to to him before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting to see, you know, obviously he, they, you, you know, they know who each other is. Right. But I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Because it was like a conversation that you would have with somebody like that. Right. Like all the questions that Hal was asking would be the right questions that I would ask. Yeah. Or I would like to think I would ask, I guess, instead of being like, uh, where the hell am I? Right. Yeah. And I did, I did like the ending of the issue a lot. I figured you would. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird that Brainiac would be going after the Green Lanterns. You know, like, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, he does kind of collect everything, so I guess I could see that. But when when the uh, the Brainiac bot hands the the little, like, not snow globe, but the, yeah, <laughs> the capsule know. thing over and it's Larflees, I was like, oh, hell yes. That is but, exactly, that is where would, I wanted this to go. But why would Brainiac work with him, though? I mean, maybe he's not. What do you mean? Maybe he's not. I mean, maybe, maybe Larflees somehow got control of one of the robots. Okay, so that's not like the Brainiac. No, 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 no. It's you know, because Brainiac can't be everywhere at once. He's got different collector bots, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, it's his main ship, right? Did they show the ship? Yeah. It was like the very first page. You don't know? You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the whole point. Is like... There has to be a trade there somewhere, right? Hmm. Because, yeah, it's the very first... The actual, literally, the first page. Yeah, but it might... I don't know. It might not be. It looks... 
I don't know. It, it looks like it could be just a smaller version of the floating skull with tentacles. I, I mean, I don't know. Right. You're right. probably yeah, right. I'm not, I just there's got to be more more to it than just that. Yeah. You know. And honestly, I'm actually glad that they used that version of Brainiac too, because mm. that's the one that always of the all the versions of Brainiac that there's been. Right. That that one's like the most menacing and scares the piss out of me the most. You know what I'm saying? Like that uh-huh. would be would be the most menacing and evil looking one. Right. So that was kind of cool. Where do you want to go from here? Um, I don't know. You want to talk maybe Flash? We can go Flash, yeah. I liked and disliked this issue all at the same time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I I think I'm still not a fan of this new artist. That I I said it before. I liked in the original, like the first arc. Mm-hmm. I liked that it was kind of the rush style because of the way they still used you know the speed force effects and stuff like that and this one it's the same it's a similar style of art but it doesn't have the speed force popping out and you know stuff like that and it it just doesn't resonate the same with me I guess okay this art is terrible yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it because, like, if you go all the way, I'm trying to find it to like the last page. I think it is now. Let me see the last page with with Wally and Barry on it. Like Barry just looks dumb, like drawn drawn dumb. I mean, granted, it's better than I can do. I just it look it almost looks like a cartoon. But it looks not, like and, an and, unfinished cartoon. Yeah, like not a good cartoon. <laughs> right. But that was kind of the things that I that I kept noticing when I shouldn't be noticing it. Right. Like there's the one with Iris and Wally and Shade and Mary. Is that her name? Right. Um. I think so. I think so. And then with uh, Barry in the middle no, as a flash. Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope. Well, it says right there on the word bubble. But, like, Barry looks... <laughs> Barry looks dumb right there. Like, drawn dumb to me. And then, like, the next panel, it's it's Hope and Shade, and they're fine. Right. So I think it's, like, the inconsistency of it yeah, that I, I don't like. That's what I was going to say. That there's a lot... Like, Shade's face is drawn different in every single panel yeah. that he's in. Like, sometimes it looks great, and other times, like, I can't even describe. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I agree. And and the way the way that he draws uh, hope uh-huh. in that, and, like, the corset top and whatever. Right. Like, sometimes her breasts are like down at her waist like with the shirt open and like just ridiculous and other times it looks like you know an actual person right but I I just not for me yeah 
I like the concept of the story and everything, so it didn't feel like a cop out or anything like that. And I liked the resolve stuff where Barry actually gave Wally uh, a lesson. And then, well, a lesson, and yeah, then a chance. but like, but like hints and hints isn't the right word, but like kind of letting him in and right. gave him a reason for why he's not telling him who he is. And and I like the reason too. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah, it doesn't right, feel right, like yeah. a cop out reason, right? You know exactly. where yes. it makes sense. You know I didn't get to have, I didn't get to grow up. You know I don't want you to have to go through the same thing. Right, right. And I mean, how can you argue that? <laughs> right. You yeah. know, oh, you want me? You want me to have a good time? How dare you? <laughs> right. And and that was and that was the running joke of the whole issue too. Is like yeah. Wally would call him by the wrong name. Yeah, he's trying which to guess I the name. Funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed. See, that's that's part of my problem with this issue. I enjoyed the relationship building between Barry and Wally. Mm-hmm. That I thought that that was that was done really well. That you can see, you know, it's it's a teenage kid poking his teacher. Right. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And you see that relationship building and growing. And, you know, like, the story itself isn't bad, but then, like, you mix in the art, and you mix in, you know, I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. No, overall, I enjoy it, really. Especially, like you said, it's it's the teenager poking and testing boundaries. Yeah. And sometimes it's the actual testing, testing boundaries, and then other times it's just, like, testing boundaries without <laughs> pushing buttons. Right. Like... Like the, isn't that right, Brad? Yeah. Or isn't that right, Lance? You know, type of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I like when he finally does give him the clue. He's like, can you yeah. give me anything? He goes, oh, okay, I was named after my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> and right, he's like, yeah. oh, well, at least it's something. <laughs> yeah, right. And see, and that's, and I think I said it a couple of episodes ago, like, where I was like, why can't he just tell him? Well, here's my answer. And yeah. it was a good answer. It wasn't just some lame-ass cop-out, like you said. Yep. <clears throat> so, I just wish the art would change, but other than that, I'm enjoying the book. Yeah. Yeah, another one that, after <laughs> after talking about it the last time, I've, I've been noticing the art more. Um, the Suicide Squad. Okay. It's funny, like, I never... I never thought about it until I don't even remember who was talking about how it looks like 90s Jim Lee art Martin I think was it Martin yeah I think so and oh yeah because that was on during the uh, there was an issue released during the fifth week yeah right but like now I'm reading this and I'm just looking at it I'm like oh man like this is totally 90s Jim Lee <laughs> yeah you know but I <laughs> I still enjoy this series a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm still not exactly sure how they brought Captain Boomerang <laughs> back. <laughs> like yeah. that seemed like kind of a weird. He was the turd in the computer, and they <laughs> flushed it. He yeah. said that. <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't fully understand it myself, but yeah, just all of a sudden, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, no, I like how, how he's decided he's no longer Captain Boomerang he's going to be General Boomerang <laughs> right yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I like the whole. <laughs> Everybody had their whole stick thing, right? Like Rick stabbed himself. Yep. So that way, and then just like um, Harley was telling Enchantress, because Waller wasn't wasn't as affected as everybody. She still was, but not as bad. Right. And then some wounds aren't external. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, and, and I, I, I also liked at the end when everyone was kind of going back to themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. When Harley was kind of sitting, you know, before... And it looked like she was pouting or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. she was contemplating the fact that, you know, oh, she was finally sane again. Yeah. You know, and now she knows that she's going to go back to having no control. Yeah. And then the next, you know, the next panel, yeah, you know, you can see that she's gone from sane to insane again. Yeah. Just she's got the big eyes and the the grin. And, <laughs> and the pudding. Yeah. 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 I enjoy this. Yeah. This series a lot. Just because it's like the mix match and it's the whole concept of it you know yep making and, bad guys do what they don't want to do or you're going to kill them well and that's that's what I like in the backup story yeah when, when they're bringing in Killer Frost yeah and I gotta be honest I I don't know how I either missed or forgot the fact that they're going to be doing a Justice League versus Suicide Squad <laughs> right <laughs> I like I I completely avoid solicits and and everything. I just like to read. You know, when the books come out, I read the books. Right. And like this, when it's like, oh yeah, it's setting up for Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what else too is like with Killer. Okay, like this is the first one of the team that we haven't seen. Because they're bringing her in, right? Yeah. To be on the team. But like but like with the other ones, I didn't really always give a shit about Captain Boomerang, you know? So, or El Diablo, or whatever. And yeah. like, the backstories actually not helped so much, but gave them more more background, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though I knew who they were, you know, but... It, right. You're going to say you so didn't like when uh, they're walking Killer Frost through and she's seeing everybody in their cells and Captain Boomerang's on the toilet. Yeah, that... <laughs> it's like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole thing, and... <laughs> she thinks that El Diablo is beautiful. Yeah. Because... She steals heat forces, you know, and I kind of mm-hmm. like that attention to detail. It's yeah. like um, you get shown their heat force on. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Yeah, in this, yeah, as she's walking by. Yeah, except for like I don't remember Deadshot, maybe where she said that he didn't. His, he had a black heart or whatever. No, that was um, uh, what's her face? That was June. Enchantress. Oh. Okay. Because, like, she didn't have a heat force right. drawn on her at all. Yeah, she she actually had not so much when she was June. I mean, you see a little bit in the shadowing, but she's got the computer. 
right, but when she right. turns into Enchantress, she's got instead of the the heat, it's all black. Right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I like the art in this one too. At first, it kind of bothered me that they drew Killer Frost like that. Yeah, I like, don't like the like hair. War Mother style. Yeah. <laughs> but then I guess as as it went on, I was like, oh, I can kind of see that. But then again, I didn't know, like, the last time I seen Killer Frost was, like, way back when, and she had, like, white hair and, you know, yeah. stupid costume looking. <laughs> so anything's better than that. <laughs> but, like, going through the whole backup story, I can see how it actually fits where they're going with, with her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I've always been a huge fan of the Flash Rogues Gallery and the mm-hmm. Rogues. So any any time you're going to bring people from that in, right? I, yeah, just give me give me more of them and I'm good. Um, anything else on Suicide Squad? Are you good? I'm good. Um, I I think this issue of Deathstroke. Yep. I liked it. Yep. But I don't know if I loved it. <laughs> yep. Like, like I had been. Same here. Same, same here. I, I very much enjoyed the fighting between Deathstroke and Superman. How, of course, Deathstroke would have some kind of ridiculous, you know, shield thing on his on his outfit. Yeah. That, you know, not only, not only would it be able to take the punches, but it would turn the punches back into a weapon against Superman. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, for me, I liked it like that, and I liked how it was strategic against somebody like Superman. Mm-hmm. But, to me, it felt like Superman was just thrown into this book. Yeah, it kind of... You know what I mean? Like, and in the last issue, it did kind of feel weird that he was there. Just like two issues ago, Batman was thrown into the book. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the numbers aren't doing good, so let's inject this. No, but by the time year, and then they wouldn't have the numbers by the time. Well, these no, I know were. that. I know that. I'm just saying, like, that's how it felt. Like, they weren't. It didn't feel like they were there organically. You know what I mean? Like, the whole reason Superman was there was... Didn't feel right to me. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out this Superman. That he does sort of work with the government. He Mm -hmm. sometimes works with the Justice League. Mm -hmm. He does his own thing. Uh, But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it was weird that the government sent him to talk to Aquaman. To me, you know, and now the government is sending him to to do this with Deathstroke. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know. That that's the only. I think that's what gives me the okay for the book, and not the usual love we have for it. Okay. Because I didn't. I didn't feel like it organically built up to where we were at in this issue with Superman, to me. Hmm. 
I don't know. See, with all that being said, I, there were yeah. still a lot of things I really enjoyed about this issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I thought when Deathstroke is shooting Superman, yelling that it's kryptonite bullets. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. It's, really, it's really just like cut up glow sticks, you yeah, know, right. or whatever. Yeah. Was brilliant. You know, yeah. all, you know, of course, he's still, you know, he's still him. So he's right. going to get down there and shoot the guy. Um, but I, I also liked at the end where, um, uh, what is it? Uh, when Jericho, yes, you know, when he shows up and he's like, oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good that you were able to distract him, you know, and keep him distracted while I, you know, went down and found exactly what we were looking for. Right. And this also explains that picture the panel from like a few issues. I don't even remember which comic it was in. It was one of the Superman books where he's dragging the boat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what you know, you see that panel in here. <laughs> yeah. That right. this is the boat. So you're like, "Oh, okay, that's kind of cool how they're tying things together." Right. But yeah, it, it like I said it I liked it because of the little things like cause you know that Deathstroke's not gonna overcome Superman you know right with the, without the help of stuff but he was strategic in ways like where he used the icon suit and and all that so that was really cool and it, it was just enough time for him to run away and do something else it wasn't it's not like he was trying to beat Superman or whatever. Right. So, that aspect of it, I liked. And I still like the whole Rose thing and and Jericho thing. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a big mark for Jericho. So, I still like that. Yeah. What What do you think of uh, about the ending? Where, you know, she finds out that Richard isn't actually Richard. Richard. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, she deletes, you know, basically like factory restores her phone yeah. and just leaves it. And there's the guy who's obviously following her mm-hmm. because he's getting, you know. He picks up the phone. Yeah, he, he picks up the phone, but also, you know, he's on her flight, it looks right. like. Yeah. So. Which I didn't understand the why he picked up her phone. But, I mean, because she just factory resetted it, right? Yeah, but I mean, he, she, you know, he doesn't know that, I guess. I would okay. assume. Well, because. yeah, but I mean, if she just like tossed it on seat, then yeah, and slyly left it there. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, overall, this is an okay book. I just there are certain issues with it that I kind of had problems with, but yeah, I mean, I I would still probably put it in my top three, three or four. Would you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, um, I mean, like, he's, there, there's just, like, a that little bit of, I don't get how we got to this point in mm-hmm. the story. Mm-hmm. But if you shut that part off, the story itself was great. Right, yeah. You know, I, I like the interaction with Deathstroke and Superman and with yeah. Jericho and with, you know, Ravager and, you know, everyone. And, win- and the AI Wintergreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. This one misses the top three for me this week, I think. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. First time. <laughs> I think the stroke didn't make the top three for Jeez. me. That's it. Podcast is over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I was fired a couple of weeks ago, so I might as well just, like, screw it. I'll do what I want to now. <laughs> um, uh, another one that the two of us have been pretty high on, I think, the entire time so far mm-hmm. is uh, Red Hood in the Outlaws. Yep. Top comic for me for the week. This one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, it's, if it's not my favorite, it's definitely number two, I'd say. It's like I, I really enjoyed Hal Jordan a lot. Yep. I would say Hal Jordan probably my second. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um so why why was this one your favorite? I just love Jason's voice in this. Yes. Yep. I it, it feels like how I picture Jason acting. And it has since the book started again. Right. Right. And and Bizarro, I love how it's Bizarro, but it's not the big stupid I'm just here for muscle Bizarro. Right. Even though he kind of acts like that, but you can tell it's not. Yep. And then and then Artemis isn't just a knockoff Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's Artemis and <laughs> you know like it's funny because she starts talking like Bizarro there for a minute, like when she's talking back to him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This this book has been hitting on all cylinders, like yeah, like it I, normally has. I, I just had to say one, it I think, again. Just amps it up. Yeah. Um, Dexter Soy is destroying on the art on this book. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- this book, every issue. It just looks so spectacular, and and also like you were saying too, I I fully appreciate that each of the characters feels like the best version of their character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you know, Artemis doesn't just feel like you know some knockoff Wonder Woman or just you know like a random Amazonian, right? Yep. You know, Bizarro isn't just you know just this idiot there that occasionally like destroys something right you know black mask is great Mm -hmm. you know like the the whole this whole thing i I, the interaction between the characters yeah is terrific (laughs) yeah the whole smart assy back and forth because she she was like oh are you a wuss do you need to go to the hospital or whatever (laughs) yeah and then and then then, like two panels later she gets knocked out and he's like oh well do you need to go to the hospital (laughs) yeah and like he puts his arm on her shoulder his hand on her shoulder (laughs) and she goes don't touch me (laughs) the last guy you don't know what happened to the last guy who touched me or whatever right but yeah and and not only that there's the way that this issue sprinkled in the um like the little panels here and there mm-hmm. of you know his past with Batman right yeah, oh yeah definitely was done so well and and it's been done so well from the beginning yeah where where we we don't have to have the origin over and over again it's yep. just sprinkled in flashbacks or whatnot yeah i mean like the the scene where he has you know, Black Mask is in his sight on the gun. Yep. 
and he's like, oh, we, you know, you got to finish this, you know, come on, this is, this is how it works, you know, he's bad, you're good, but yeah. then it cuts to the panel, you know, with Batman saying, he's like, you know, this is my city, these are my rules. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he's, he's like, like, listen, as as someone who was beaten to death with a crowbar, <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes you just have to kill a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, your rules suck, or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. I mean... Honestly, you know, he, he has a va- very, very different perspective mm-hmm. than than Batman ever could. Right. So, but yeah, oh yeah, this whole thing, you know, just, this is such a spectacular book. Yep. So if this wasn't your number one, what is your number one? Uh, I, it might, might be Hal Jordan. Oh, okay. Yeah. But okay. I, I, it's probably Red Hood. But okay. the the majority of Hal Jordan, like the stuff inside the you know the willpower place, and the fact that Kyle Rayner is back, you know, as as a lantern, not as like a prisoner in Omega Men. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. You know, I that book. I, I've been enjoying it, but it mm-hmm. hasn't. But I mean, like there have been other books like Deathstroke and Red Hood and Action Comics that come out. I mean, uh, detective that come out the same week that have just consistently, <laughs> it's just like consistently been straight tens, right? That it's been hard for it to crack. And this, you know, with Deathstroke, a little slip. I think Detective slipped a little bit. Detective slipped a lot for me. This issue, really. This issue, I think, for me was the worst issue of Detective since Rebirth for me. Interesting. <sighs> You want to know why? No. no honestly, awesome. I'm not, not that Thanks interested. Come back <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So, before you tell me why it was terrible. Okay. Well, I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm just well, saying why? that it missed the mark for me. Okay. I liked the way that it started off, where it was. I I don't remember a couple months ago, I guess, mm-hmm. where Batman is trying to put the team together and he's mm-hmm. consulting with Tim. Yes, yes. And they're in, you know, that the Bell Tower place that was going to be their new base, I guess. Yeah. It's still on the mark for me at this point. Yeah. Okay. I, I really enjoyed that interaction because it's very much a Bruce and Tim interaction. Uh-huh. And I, for me, I thought that the book, for the most part, kept that level up. But there were a few things that I was just like, huh, for. Right. So, I guess you tell me your thoughts and I will jump in if they're the same. <laughs> well, I guess up until, I don't know, what is it, like the last... The last quarter of the book, I guess. Okay. When they finally beat Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess it would be Edward, really, Edward Needlehands. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. But, like, really, really easy. So that kind of turned me off a little bit. How did they defeat him really easily? Well, because Batman just came there. 
because while while their while their confrontation comes on, everything else is happening around them, right? Like Clayface is with Mudface, and yeah, I mean everyone's kind of on a different level yeah. of building, right? So I mean, he just uh, Lucius or Luke, right? Yeah, Batwing. Yeah, made the thing so he can um, portal off again. And so then, basically, you know, he just has to grab him and punch him a couple times. Okay. So, like, to me, it's like five issues of build-up. And then we're getting ready to cuff him. And then, oh, who didn't see Stephanie breaking down the door to turn on everybody? See, I don't know if I necessarily saw her turning on everybody really in the way in the way that it happened i i kind of thought it would be more her turning her back you know like they're they're in the middle of some kind of a mission you know they're like she finally comes back and they're in some kind of a something and partway through, she's just like, you know what, I can't do this, and just leaves. And that ends and up, like, screwing them up. You know, because that, that seemed to be the headspace that she's in. Well, see, like, I thought, like, ever since Edward Scissorhands uh, came talking to her through the window when she was in the hospital bed, mm-hmm. like, it was like like a lighthouse beacon that it was going to end this way. Because now... She blames. She doesn't blame. She only blames Batman, basically, for the reason why Tim's gone. Right. And so, what's the perfect way to get back at him? And like the issues between then and now has been like her wavering on if she really wants to do it or not. Right. And then, like talking to AI Tim in the danger room there. Yeah. And he asked that simple question of, well, what world do you want to live in? And then she got that look on her face. And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, the victim syndicate was great. Great concept until the execution at the end here. (laughs) Now, I liked how they systematically took everybody out. Right. You know? It made sense how they took everybody out. You know, Clayface took off his bracelet and and gave it to her, and then was able to zap her. You yeah. Know? Now is that, that is that he was able to zap her with the bracelet, or is that bracelet just kind of calibrated to him, and it would not work with somebody else? Um, I because I, I I was trying to figure that out, and they. I even looked back, you know, at the first couple issues to see when right. he got it. Right. And I mean, I I don't I didn't notice anything that you know that yeah. said one way or the other. Yeah, I, I assumed that it wouldn't work with her. Right. Like it started to, and then it shocked her because it wasn't him. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to figure out. I, that's what I assumed. But. And then the orphan thing. The orphan thing was brilliant. Yeah. Like she needs she needs more screen time, well not screen time but you know what I mean. Because <laughs> I think she's like the 
best person or my favorite person on the team, I guess. Yeah, and then, I, of course I've you had Batwoman with the fear toxin, and yeah. <laughs> which was kind of over the top for me. You know what I mean? Right. Because if Batman can't freaking outdo fear toxin, then what the hell makes Batwoman so special that she can for short periods of time? Right. But believable, I guess, since it was a very short period of time. Yeah. And she still was cold to Luke, to Luke so. Because he was like, well, thankfully my antidote worked or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, I didn't need it. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't yeah. like a, well, yeah, it might have worked, but I didn't use it. It was a, I didn't need it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, and for me, I, I've never been a big, like, Batwing fan. Right. You know, on, on occasion, he's not terrible. But the the one, if I had a complaint, it's replacing Tim Drake with Batwing is not, that is so not an even trade. <laughs> well, obviously Batwoman agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, that's just my two cents. It's like, this whole story arc has been awesome, and then it just leads us to this, and I think it just fizzled for me, really. Right. Because now, if like they had like an epic battle with the victim syndicate, and then Stephanie like crashed in on them or whatever, then it would be okay. But like, not even to finish the battle, hmm. and she crashes in. It's like, so does that mean that she's the new leader and not Edward Scissorhands, the victim syndicate? Well, it, I mean, it, it seems like she's kind of aligning with them. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And we still didn't figure out his backstory, right? Nope. We still don't know that. Nothing. So It's going to turn out to be that kid that's the new Oracle. Yeah, he's upset. He's upset because Batgirl turned him down for being the Oracle, so he started the victim syndicate to get back at Batman. Yeah, because you know he's not better than Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to figure out, but who it could be. But yeah, I, I don't have a theory. After me trying to guess the Oracle and having that completely blow up in my face, I've just given up. I've <laughs> yeah, given up right. trying to figure this out. You know, but, I mean, I, I think Detective for me is still... Uh, I I would guess it would probably be like my fourth this week. Really? You know, I mean, it, it didn't slip a lot. You know. Yeah. See, like, my top three would be... Uh... Red Hood, Hal Jordan, and then probably Suicide Squad, I would say. Hmm. And then... I don't know from there. Yeah, like I mean, Deathstroke, I, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I think for me it's Red Hood, Hal, Deathstroke, then probably this, and then probably... then probably Suicide Squad. Oh no, yeah, probably Wonder Woman. Yeah. Actually, I probably oh, yeah, put Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah. I put Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman ahead yeah. of Detective. So that would be yeah. fourth. Yeah, I would put Wonder Woman fourth as well. Hmm. Got <sighs> anything else? Nope. Uh, 
I think I've done my ranting. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Rebirthically. I am Aaron. You can tweet me directly at Aaron S. Bell. You can send your hate tweets about Detective Comics this week to <laughs> Ronbar316. You can tweet the show directly at nlrebirthically. Uh, you can email the show at rebirthically at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, or hate emails towards Ronnie about Detective Comics. Or anything else. <laughs> or anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't forget, he was trashing Jeff Johns and Grant, Grant Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day, and um, somebody else wasn't too hip on Grant Morrison either. Yeah, cause I think it was Russ. You were listening to a, a back issue episode of uh, Rebirthically. It was you. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that might have been it. I was like, whoa, who's that dude? Yeah. He's actually making sense. Yeah, this guy sounds smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, actually, I think it was Russ on Gotham by Geeks with Daryl and Mike and Chris. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a few behind on that one. Yeah. But um, I guess thank you for listening to Rebirthically. You can always find us on iTunes and leave iTunes reviews. And that is a podcast. <laughs>